Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm so glad to have you here, and I'm excited for the teaching that I'm going to be doing today. And this is an awesome teaching for you, and it's going to help you tremendously. And I just pray if you're in the car, just listen. But if you're at home, go get your Bible and get your notebook, and let's write some scriptures down. Have you been facing many trials and tribulations recently? I pray you will open your eyes, your ears, your heart and mind to allow the Lord to be your refuge and your shield. Psalm 18, verses 1 to 3 says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise, and I am saved from my enemies. Where are you right now? Are you defeated due to your present circumstances? Are you brokenhearted? Let me read several scriptures in Psalm 34 that is going to have you focus that we need to walk through praising the Lord in the midst of any and all of your circumstances. Psalm 34, one says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I know you may be in a wilderness. I know you may be in darkness of a winter right now. But spring is coming. Summer is coming. And I want you to focus on the Lord and his mighty power for you. That we will not listen to the enemy's lies that are coming against us, but we are going to walk in faith, in hope, and trusting the Lord. Verse 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Verse 6 says, This poor man called, and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of his troubles. I know you could be hurting right now very badly, and you turned on this podcast to get hope and encouragement. And that is what I want to give you today. I want you to know that the Lord is your refuge and he is your shield. He is your protector. He's your defender. And we want you to keep believing that you are never forsaken. The Lord is always with you. Verse 7 says, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Verse 8 says, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. I skip down to verse 15, and it reads, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. Are you crying out? I know when you go to bed, you may be crying out. You may cry out when you get home to your empty house. I understand. But the Lord is right there with you. He wants to be your refuge. He wants to hold your hand through all of this. Every day is a new day for you, not for bad, but for good, because the Lord is with you. Verse 16 reads, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil 
to blot out their name from the earth. Verse 17 says, the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. We need to stand on that promise, and we need to say, Lord, I'm crying out to you. Deliver me from all of my circumstances, all of my trials, all my tribulations. Lord, help me. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. This is one of my favorite scriptures. And he saves those who are crushed in spirit. That is one of the scriptures the Lord gave me at the beginning of my stand. The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them from them all. You must believe, as you read Psalm 34, that he keeps saying he's delivering you from them all. And you and I must believe. We must trust the Lord and keep thanking him in advance that he is moving on your other side of your mountain that you cannot see. Are you battling rejection and abandonment? Oh, I remember that so clearly. Or are you facing the silence because you've not heard from your husband or wife for a period of time, maybe more than a year? I totally understand. When my children went with Bob on his weekends, my mind went crazy. But the Lord wants that time to be special for you, to do things you can't do when you have your children. Make a special time with the Lord. Ask the Lord what you should do on these special days, nights, or weekends. I know you may be feeling rejection or being offended and distressed by your husband or wife. But Romans 12 says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Verse 17 reads further, Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peacefully with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourself, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed them. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will keep coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. But what do you do after you feel like you're wounded and bleeding everywhere? Are you showing your emotions and feelings and anger with your children? Who are the innocent victims in your marriage crisis? God's word is going to be the greatest comforter and wonderful counselor for you. He is going to be your husband for a season, as written in Isaiah 54, and your Abba Father every day. But you must decide to choose to forgive the ones who are hurting you, and many do not even know they have been hurting you. They do not even know what you're thinking in your mind. So here is one powerful verse which will give you freedom and victory in your heart. This is a scripture for you to memorize. Isaiah 43 verse 18 says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. What a promise. 
what we must believe that when we're going through a wilderness, the Lord is right there and he is making a way for you. God wants to be your refuge in your life and marriage. We do daily devotionals to help you keep focused on what the Lord says and how you can walk through it, the trials and tribulations. We have Saturday testimonies to encourage you and see how other people are having God move in their lives. Will you trust the Lord? Psalm 119 verse 114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Are you standing and putting all your hope in the word of God? That is where you're going to find your strength. Psalm 62 verse 8 says, Trust him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. May you and I seek the Lord each and every day. May we make prayer a priority and make time to read God's word every day. Yes, it may only be half a chapter, or it may be a psalm or a proverb, but let's read God's word every day because what you read is going to strengthen you and help you grow and get rooted in the Lord and in his strength each and every day. If we don't eat food, we're going to be hungry. And if you don't eat God's word, you're going to be malnourished. We need to remember that we need to love our husbands and wives unconditionally each and every day. We need to have God to put a compassion and a agape love into our hearts and our minds each and every day. You know, we think, well, why do I have to pray for them every day? Well, if they were living with you, would you not be praying for them every day? Are you not praying for your children and lost loved ones every day? Or do you have a journal that maybe you have seven days and you have different prayer requests for different days? That is awesome. Be practical. Be creative, however you want to do it. But remember, you are missing your one flesh And that is so important. When you go into that bedroom tonight, what do you and I see? We see an empty bed that's missing someone there that we love so much. And we must pray for the Lord to draw them to the Lord, that God will have them have their personal encounter with them. And if we don't ask and keep seeking and keep knocking daily and faithfully, You know, it says to keep asking, seeking, and knocking until we receive it. So we need to pursue the Lord and say, I become lazy or I become weary and I've given up on being so fervent in my prayer time. And that's why we mean to be bold as a lion and and say, Lord, forgive me. Become, I become lukewarm and I've just gotten so wounded, so hurt, I'm bleeding that I just forget it. It's nothing's working right now. But we do not know what God's doing in their heart, in their mind, in their circumstances. Bob said so strongly over and over that I thought everything was gorgeous with them and and they were planning a wedding. My mind went overboard of what Bob and his girlfriend were doing, all the fun they were having, all the trips they were taking. And my mind went overboard in imagining 
all these things that the enemy wanted me to think. But as we came back together again, Bob said they were having a lot of issues and a lot of problems because God was not in this relationship. And they want to appear to everybody outside their home that they're doing well for you. But that does not mean that is what's happening inside the four walls. God is defending you. And you've got to trust him and believe that he is going to move the mountains, melt the mountains like wax, as it says in the Bible. You have to take captive your thoughts, as in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and make them to be what Jesus would want you to think. Jesus wants you to think of the good in your life, in what you can deal with, not about the unknown of your husband or wife that they're doing every day. He wants you to have a blessed day in the midst of all of what you're responsible for. He wants you to be successful. The Lord wants you to pick up the cross and follow him each and every day. And he wants you to love others and radiate Jesus Christ every day. Some way, somehow, smile at somebody, open a door. He wants you to be you and enjoy your day. God has given you a day of life. How does he want you to pour into it? And pour into your children's lives. Psalm 108, verse 12 and 13 reads, Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory. He will trample down our enemies. So we need to understand that God is right there. He will not leave you or forsake you, and he is dealing with all the circumstances that you see. Lay him at the foot of the cross each and every day, and then say, Lord, use me today. God is your shield. Proverbs 30, verse 5 says, Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Jesus is the answer for every one of your problems. May I encourage you to do a study, a personal study, for you looking up the word refuge and shield. I have spent hours, and I've looked up so many scriptures, and I must have 30 or 40 scriptures about refuge and shield. And I want you to find them. I want you to understand that the Lord wants to be your refuge. And he is wanting to be the shield to block all the fiery darts. Are you putting on the armor of God? As it says in Ephesians 6, verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. What a promise. There's that word all that you will find in the scriptures, which includes everything. Psalm 62 says, truly, my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will never be shaken. What a powerful word. I will not be shaken by all the circumstances. I am going to have faith and walk with the Lord 
and I'm going to trust the Lord, and I will not be shaken. I just think that so many times the enemy tries to shoot a fiery dart, and we just need to lift up that shield of faith, and we say, I will not be shaken by these circumstances. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, and no weapon formed against me is going to prosper. So many psalms, as you read them throughout your daily devotions, that talk about that the enemy is defeated by God and that we just have to walk in faith and believe. I like to read Psalm 91 very frequently, and almost two or three times a week, if not every night, I read Psalm 91 for my entire family. Because it says in verse 1 and 2, Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. In verse 4, he will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. Verse 9 says, if you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands. I want you to believe that today God will make a way in your marriage where there seems to be no way. Believe in the power of God. Believe that God created marriage in your one flesh. In Malachi 2, it says God hates divorce. In Matthew 19, he says he made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. The Pharisees asked Jesus, why did Moses command that a man give his wife a certificate of divorce and send her away? And Jesus replied, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because your hearts were hard. Was it not this way from the beginning? I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another woman commits adultery. Where are you today? Are you feeling your marriage is hopeless? May you believe with all your heart that God wants to touch and heal all the hurting and dead marriages around the world. He created marriage. It was good. He created Adam and Eve, and they became one flesh. You need to understand that at the time you got married, were madly in love with your husband and wife, but then that you went into that home and started building your marriage. And now you find out different issues that each of you have had that you never knew because they wore a mask when they dated you. But nothing is impossible. The Lord wants to have your marriage to be restored. You are considered one flesh. Trust God. Find rest in God regardless of what you're facing each and every day. Hold on. Reach out your hand to grab his righteous right hand and let him direct you every step of the way. Do not be afraid. Believe in his mighty power. Persevere. 
You're running a marathon. It is not going to be quick, necessarily. It's not a sprint. But run a marathon. Run to the finish line with the Lord looking at the goal that he has for you. Press toward God's way, not your way. Not run out and give up on your marriage or give up on your husband or wife, that they're never going to change. Watch out. The enemy is wanting to trip you in running. That's just tricks from the enemy. Beware. Be alert. It says that in the Bible. So just keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, your Lord, and keep going to the finish line. He is going to be there all the way, encouraging you, giving you water, giving you food, keep you going on this wilderness you're in right now. He provided for the Israelites throughout the 40 years. Just wait for God's timing to resurrect your marriage. Jesus defeated Satan by speaking the word of God. Can we do anything less? May your cry tonight is for the Lord to speak loudly to you each and every day, regardless of what circumstances you face, regardless of the blessings that you are receiving each and every day. Are you looking for the nuggets of gold that the Lord gives you every day? Are you looking for that rose or that flower that is starting to bloom? Your marriage may right now look hopeless and dead, but God has a plan which is far greater than you can ever imagine. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or can imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. We need to think big. We need to read Hebrews 11 frequently enough to know all that God did for so many other mighty men and women of God. And they put their total faith in trusting God. And that's what we need to do each and every day, regardless if you have marriage problems, regardless if your husband or wife are at home and you're starting the process, even regardless if you have an in-home prodigal and you're having to turn the other cheek, go the extra mile, you're having to love them unconditionally when they seem very unlovable right now because they do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. Or you may have a marriage restored and you still have little hiccups in your life, but you need to keep saying, Lord, help fine-tune our marriage to be all that you want it to be. My heart's desire is that every couple that starts the restoration process will go to a marriage conference and get fine-tuned even more and get extra help. We need to grow in the Lord. We need to continue to never stay where we are spiritually. When you get hired, we often have to take different additional classes to grow in our field that we're in. And the Lord is saying, I need you to go to marriage conferences and grow and understand how you both can work on honoring each other, respecting each other, loving each other, and how to handle 
children that are little, children who have a disability, children who are rebellious at 15, 16 years old, or a 21-year-old who just all of a sudden denies that he knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and he went to college and became an atheist. We need to know, as, as a couple, going to these marriage conferences and continue to strengthen our marriage to be stronger each and every year after the process of restoration is starting and continuing for the future. Do not be satisfied that you're going to stay as you are now. Pray that you will continue to grow and be able to help others by you learning more about what you haven't learned about having a healthy, strong, Christ-like marriage. There are so many Bible stories as you read the Bible about people facing a crisis in the Old Testament and in the New with impossible circumstances. Paul was constantly going through trials and tribulations after he became a servant to serve the Lord and proclaim the gospel wherever he went. God is your refuge and your shield. Remember that each and every day. May you know that nothing is too hard for God to do. Never forget Luke 15. The prodigal son came to his senses. He left his riotous living. He turned around and headed back home to his father's house. And the greatest news was the father was waiting for him and kept watching for him. That is my heart's desire for you. His father never stopped praying. He never stopped expecting and believing that God would rescue his lost son. I believed all along that sooner or later that Bob was going to come to his senses and come back home to me and to his children. I knew it. I knew it from the many different ways that God spoke to me, from the time the couple came to my church to all the times that the scriptures that I read. And God gave me Luke 15. You have to be disciplined to fight for your marriage. Have you made that decision to fight for your marriage forever? Will you choose to stand in the gap for your precious husband or wife and lost loved ones? God will make a way in your life with your finances, with your employment, in every area, with your children, with school. He is right there with you. With his love and strength, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. Are you battling temptations in your life? Are you living with hidden secrets? Well, we need to deal with those. We need to have you cry out to the Lord and say, help me. Deliver me from these temptations. And you know what I'm talking about. The Lord will reveal it to you. Ask the Lord, are there any hidden sins that I am battling and that you want me to get rid of? Or have you been wounded as a child and have you not forgiven those people that have hurt or wounded you? Let us ask the Lord to heal your wounded, broken heart today. He wants you to be whole. He wants you to be complete in him. And Proverbs 2 is an excellent proverb you might read tonight or this week. It says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield 
to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. For then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. We need to pray for God to give wisdom to the husbands and wives. We need to pray for your husband or wife to have wisdom, to save them from the adulterous people, from the wayward men or women with seductive words who has left the partner of your youth. We need to pray for our husbands and wives to be changed and transformed. I want to close with just a few scriptures from Psalm 33, starting in verse 4. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice, and the earth is full of his unfailing love. And by the word of the Lord were the heavens made and the starry host by breath of his mouth. I skip to verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations and he thwarts the purposes of the peoples. That's your husband or wife. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever and the purpose of his heart through all generations. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all his great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. Verse 20, we wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our heart rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Don't give up. The Lord is right there with you, and he will guide and direct your every step, every day, and just talk to him. He knows your heart and your mind and all that's going on with you. May you find out that the Lord is your refuge and shield and a mighty strong tower in your life. Let's pray. Father, you alone are our strength, our rock, our fortress, our deliverer, and our shield. Your word declares that our enemies will not triumph over us. I pray that you will touch every husband and wife who are praying for a miracle of marriage restoration and that you will speak to them so loudly that they will believe that with God all things are possible. Father, teach us to walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for giving every husband or wife listening the faith to believe that you exist and you are a rewarder of those who seek you. Father, you say, seek my face. My heart says, your face, Lord, I do seek. Teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because my enemies are speaking lies which are opposite to your word and to the truth. May the blood of Jesus cleanse each of us from all of our sins. 
Lord, as we prepare for Resurrection Sunday, may we never doubt the power of our Heavenly Father who can touch and heal our dead and hopeless marriage one day at a time. That we will get a knock at a door or a text or a phone call and suddenly your husband or wife are home. Lord, teach us that we must persevere with obedience to your word. Stay focused, be faithful in prayer, and read your word daily. May we strive daily to radiate the love of Jesus to everyone around us. May you be faithful to your wedding vows and never stop expecting for your suddenly to come home at the most unlikely timing. Lord, may you touch our churches to be the lighthouses in every city, and may you resurrect thousands of marriages around the world so you can get all the glory and honor. I pray this in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is released. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you found it beneficial, will you submit a review so it will help our rankings and other people will be able to find it? If you want to reach out to us, you can do so from our website, again, www.rejoiceministries.org. Write us and tell us how you enjoyed this podcast. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages.